Happy New Year. Getting that mindset. That mindset. That mindset. A happy New Year. <laughs> Here we go. We know that when you implement the things that you've learned on this podcast, your business will grow. You will clarify your message. You will invite more customers into a beautiful story. You will solve more problems. You will align your team around a clear message and you will save time creating marketing because you know it will be easy and it will work. So we want you to take action action on these aha moments. And so really this episode is just pulling our top ones, the ones that we hear from people over and over. This has made a difference in our business. Hello, hero makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Oh, hey, hero makers. So up to this point, we've done three series about how you can make the story brand framework and marketing made simple sales funnel work for your business to clarify your message and make your marketing easy and make it work. And if you haven't yet, take some time over this holiday break to go back and listen so you and your business head into the new year ready. But we totally know listening to every episode since the beginning is kind of a major request, kind of a a long time commitment. So if you don't have time to do that, this episode is for you. We've basically taken a lot of the aha moments, the things that really resonated with you, put them into this one episode, and we're calling you to action. We want to move you from aha to action. And we spent the last week (laughs) diving into our conversation with Donald Miller around what might have been, what I would argue anyway, it was the biggest aha moment of the year that we featured on the show. How you can use the story brand framework in your messaging and marketing to invite customers into a beautiful story by positioning yourself as the guide and your customer is the hero. You know, the story brand framework really is all about identifying your customer story and then using that in your marketing to create clear messaging. So you identify what your customer wants, who they want to be, what problems you solve for your customer, how to position yourself as a guide with empathy and authority, and then give them a plan that shows them how easy it is to do business with you, give them a clear call to action, and then show them what life can look like if they do purchase from you. That's the happy end of success, or if they don't, that they're going to experience some tragic results and failure. That is the story brand framework. We always say at StoryBrand that companies who can participate in the transformation of their customers are going to win. They're going to win. And so this is really our first aha moment. It comes from our second episode that we ever did where we break down how you can invite customers into a beautiful story and position yourself as their guide to help them in their identity transformation where they become the hero of their own story.
anytime that we're talking and coaching with people, this comes up because it's such a key element. Yes. It's the thing that we start the conversation with because we really want to know where do we want to take our customers, our heroes on this journey? Yes. How do we want to help them transform? So if we can start the conversation and figure this piece out yeah. right at right from the get-go, yep. then it really does help set the stage for defining all of the other elements of the story brand framework. Yeah, it guides the whole story. It's where the story is going. We start here and go there. So when it comes to marketing in particular, that would be like, how is your customer feeling or how would you describe them before they buy your product? And then how would you describe them after they buy your product. Right. So let's say you sell mattresses. Before they buy your product, they're tired. They're exhausted. By the time they've bought your product, you would describe them as rested, right? And so you could do that with everything. So you want to kind of look at your customer and say, how would you describe them? It's not even just how they feel, right? It's more than that. It's how would you describe them before they buy your product? And then how would you describe them after? Or even maybe even better, how would they want to be described after they bought your product or service? That's exactly right. And when you're on mystorybrand.com, you're going to see this from and to yes. language. So there's going to be a section where you can put, okay, all right, where is my customer currently? Where yep. am I moving them from? And then transforming into. Yes. So from and to is what you're looking at yes. on the brand script And this tool. is really, really important from where we are at currently historically mm. in the marketing how world. So? And and how what I mean by that is the actual profession of ad advertising came about in the 50s, really became popular then. And the idea back then was more of what we would call a deficiency model. So you basically were showing people what they didn't have, who they weren't. You were making them almost in many ways mm, feeling bad about yeah. themselves. And we are now moving into an age that advertisers and historians are calling the age of aspirational advertising. So it's really identifying the goodness in people, the yeah. best of people and calling that out in them and saying, this is who we believe you are. This is who we believe you can be. Think about like Nike's advertising, right? Oh, yes. It's all about the empowerment of both male and female athletes. You know, it's you have a champion inside of you and it's just longing to come out. Absolutely. I owned a pair of Cheryl Swoops shoes mm, in mm -hmm. the eighth grade. Uh -huh. <laughs> they were my favorite things that had ever been on my feet before yes. because they also laced on the side. Of course they did. But I really did feel like, okay, I am a better basketball player, even yes. though I was really terrible <laughs> uh, when I have these shoes yeah. on than whenever I had, uh, you know, my, my like, mm, you know, kids on. Yeah. And so when you're looking at your marketing, you want to first identify what is the aspirational identity or the transformational identity that your customer is longing for. Who do they want to be? How do they want to be described? That's step one is just identify they're moving from before to after. 
And then you want to say, how can I put that in my marketing? And so like what I did with my nieces, you know, very simple, even a seven and eight year old can do this, <laughs> is that I asked them to describe what people were like after they bought the product. They said joyful. And then we looked to put that in the tagline or in the marketing, right? So we called it joy in a jar. And that calls out the aspirational identity of the person who's going to buy it. And the cool thing is, is you're naming that in somebody. You're actually adding value to your product when you do this, right? So now people aren't just picking up flowers from my nieces. They're literally picking up joy and yes. they're becoming joyful because my nieces named that in the product. They could have just said buy flowers and somebody would have gone, oh, this is nice. It's cute. I'm supporting these two little kids. But the reality is when you participate in the transformation of your customer, you're going to win. That's what participation in the transformation looks like. And you'll really know it whenever you say it or whenever you hear your customers say it. When you now take the action of actually naming your customer's transformation, naming who they become after they do business with you, then you are adding value to your product and service, which makes them more likely to buy, but you are actually also adding value to them. They get to live out the aspiration that they have been longing for. They get to become the person that they've always wanted to be by using your product or service. Our next aha moment is from April's conversation with StoryBrand certified guide Stacy Moore. It's from episode three where we help you identify what it is that your customer wants. And that understanding that and getting that clear is really what actually begins the process of inviting your customer into a beautiful story that they can see themselves as the hero. And you know that our StoryBrand certified guides are the best marketers in the world. And Stacy continues to prove that as she explained how she helped her client rediscover what their customers once really were, which led to a literal, literal aha moment with the owner. Stacy, how do you feel about the character want? You know, really diving in deep and figuring out what the customer wants in the story brand framework. Well, I love this part of the framework. And I have a client uh, that I worked with recently, Bonsai Kids Hair Care. And their product is kids' hair care products. So if you're looking at it at a very surface level, you would say, okay, the character want is kids' hair care products. But when you start asking questions about the character want, it can also lead into filling out the other areas of the brand script you know, the problems and successes. Mm -hmm. So in delving more deeply into Bonsai Kids Hair Care, since that's the example I'm using right now, you know, parents want to keep their kids safe and healthy. Um, they want to save time getting ready. They want to fix problems with tangled hair. They want to fix problems with curly hair, which I know you are familiar with. That's right. So taking all of that and, and investing the time and energy to dig deeply into that, we found out, that what they really want is great hair at home. If you look at that, you know, you could say the character want is kids hair care products, but it's just so much more depth when you add all of the other research and digging to it and say what they really want is great hair at home. And so that's what we ended up using as the headline uh, in their 
you know, webpage wireframe was your secret to great hair at home. That's perfect. Putting it in the headline of your client's website right at the top of the homepage clearly tells potential customers, we know exactly what you want. How did they first respond when you identified their character want and plugged it into their marketing? The owner of the company was very thrilled when he saw that that headline that said, your secret to great hair at home. And he said, oh, that's really what it is. <laughs> and, and so um, th- that kind of, you know, aha is a good sign. <laughs> When you take action by identifying clearly what your customer wants and putting that in all of your marketing on your website and in your emails and everywhere, then what you do is you identify with the customer and say, this is your story. This is the story you want to live. And I'm the person who can help you live it. I love this so much. Thank you so much, Stacey. Our next aha moment comes from episode four when we talked about identifying the specific problem you solve for your customer. And this is huge. This is absolutely huge in your marketing. The only reason that people come to do business with you is because you solve a problem for them. That's it. That is the reason. And naming the problem your business solves in your marketing and messaging is one of the biggest pieces in the brand script, creating that messaging point. And as you know, the brand script is the place where you can clarify all your marketing and messaging, where a clear message lives, and you can create yours at mystorybrand.com. And now here's part of my conversation with StoryBrand certified guide, Alea Harris, where she shares her experience of helping a client identify the problem they solve for their customer. And then how when you identify the problem you solve for your customer and put that in your marketing, you can really differentiate your business from your competition and you can invite your customers into a beautiful story where you can solve their problems. You know, as you know, April and I have been talking about the problem element of a brand script. This is one place in particular to really differentiate yourself from the crowd. I've experienced it with a, with a lot of clients. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one that pops in mind right now is actually Outside In Living, which is an interior design and decorating company in uh, the Seattle area. And <laughs> when you think of like, well, what do you do? Well, you make it look pretty like what, yeah. what how, how else do you say that yeah it's ugly i make it look pretty yeah. you're welcome yeah. <laughs> yeah. so when i was working with this client she was really like her name is yvette yvette was really like well what how do i say to them that i'm not just your typical slap and paint up knock down a wall throw in a throw pillow kind of gal yeah our job is to help your internal feeling about that place of safety and home and comfort come out. And when we like honed in, we really had to hone in into that character once. And then we realized that there are three parts of the, of the problem. There's the external, internal, and philosophical. There is a lot of shame and guilt when your home isn't, doesn't feel like it matches. One of the main headers of our website is you deserve to show off your home, which is tapping into the philosophical statement. And then right underneath that, it says, 
No more hiding in the doorway when the FedEx delivery is dropped off at your front door. No more suggesting other friends' homes for the next get-together. With Outside-In Living, you can create a home that you're proud to share with your loved ones. Go ahead, invite them to stay a spell. I always want to hit the client that's reading the website or the lead generator in the head, the heart, or the gut. Yeah. You hit them in the head when it's clear and they can read it and understand what the heck you're talking about. So that's step one. That's what StoryBrand is all about, right? You hit them in the heart when they resonate, when they feel like you get them and that you understand where they're coming from. And the best way to do that is with visual language. You can't articulate empathy. I know that's another part of the brand script, but yeah. I really think it helps underline some of that empathy. You can't articulate that problem and get them to know that you understand what they're going through without being hyper-specific. When you write copy, your client's client needs to be able to see in their brain. Like as soon as I said that you're standing in the doorway, like using your body as a human shield so that they don't you what's behind, right? You can see that. Yes. And then you hit them in their gut. That visual language does the same thing. Like, oh yeah, they got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Yeah, that's how that's how good copy is written. That's how you bring the story brand framework to life, especially in the problem section. You have a lot of opportunities to resonate with your audience using the problem. Alea's insight was spot on. You really need to take action and not only identify the external problem you solve for your customer, but lean into the internal problem that you solve for a customer. How does the external problem make them feel? You need to name that because you solve more than an external problem. You solve an internal problem as well. And that's really why people are buying from you. And when you take action by leaning into the internal problem, this really allows your customer to resonate with how you solve their problem and get ready because they are going to buy your product. In our final aha moment, we are going to look back at the episode where we talked about your website. Your business needs a great website that works and is making you money, period. Your website needs to work and it needs to make you money. And in episode 14, we talked about how people spend an average of about two seconds looking at your website and deciding whether or not they want to engage. Two seconds, that is it. Your website in those two seconds needs to immediately show customers the value they get when they buy your product. April and I go over all the sections you need in a great website and which section you need to fix first to start seeing amazing results. The different sections that you want to have on your website start with the header, which is just the top section of your website. Right underneath that, you want a section that we call the stakes section. So this is a section of your website which you explain what you are saving customers from. So you might ask questions like, are you tired of, or are you worried about, or do you want to stop? You know, you're basically just using language that shows customers the pain you're preventing them experiencing. So in the stakes section of your website, you actually want to pull from the failure section and the problem section of your brand script. 
The third section is the value proposition. This section of the website is where you talk about the value that your product or service has by listing the benefits. A lot of people just list the features of their products or services, and this is where you list the benefits. Do you save them time? Do you make them more money? Do you help them sleep better? What is it that you do? What's the value you bring? This comes out of the success That's right, section success. Of the brand script. Then the next section is the guide section. April, guess which section of the brand script this comes hmm, out of? Um, the guide section? Yes. This is the section of the website in which you introduce yourself as the brand or the person who can solve their problem. And you use empathy and authority. So you use statements like, we understand how tough it is to, you know, you're speaking to your customer's problem. And then you might have some testimonies or some statistics about how you've helped other people overcome those problems. Then the next section is the plan section. And surprise, surprise. <laughs> There's going to be three steps, most likely. Yes, because this comes directly from your brand script where you talk about the plan. And this is just the part where you reveal the path the customer is going to take to do business with you and solve their problem. Then we have the explanatory paragraph. Now, the explanatory paragraph is really like a long form of your story, a little bit more of your brand script where you write things out and you're inviting your customers into that story. And this is also a great area where you can work on your SEO, your search engine optimization. It's just a longer paragraph that talks about what you offer, the problems you solve, your experience in the field that gives you authority, and your passion to help people live a better life. It's a way that people can do a little bit more research on you, right? They feel like if they've read a paragraph that they've done a little more research. And it's further down the website, so you're not having to confuse people early or making them read a ton early. It's further down, but you can get a little bit more into your story. Then we have two sections that we really consider optional on your website. One is the video section and one is the price section. So a video is just an opportunity to share a little bit more of your story, maybe use a testimony, a commercial, promotional ad, something like that. And then the price choices are if you have different prices for your product, right? <laughs> so if there's usually a small, medium, and large price or package there, this is where you would put your price choices. And then the last section is what we call the junk short. And that's really kind of where you put everything else. And a lot of it are things that people think are really important and want to put way up high, but really they're important enough that people are going to search for them. So things like employment or contact information or employment opportunities in your blog, right? Those are links down there that people are going to search for. So those are really the sections we recommend is the header, the stakes, the value proposition, the guide, the plan, the explanatory paragraph, video, price choices, and junk chore. You don't have to have all of these sections. These are just recommendations. There are different types of sections you can have on your website. You don't have to have them all, and they don't have to go in this order. That's okay. You can switch them up depending on what your website looks like, what you're selling. You might have price choices higher. You might have the plan higher. But for today, what we're really going to focus on is the header, because the header is the most important section on your website, the top section that everybody sees when they land on your page. So... 
Dr. JJ, I think that now everybody needs to know about the grunt test. Yes, I love the grunt test. So everyone, I need you to imagine that a caveman is coming to your website. And when they're looking at your website, they need to, at the very top, be able to grunt out what it is you do, how it makes their life better, and what they should do to get it. So on your header of your website, the big text that you see at the top should likely say either what it is you do or how it makes life better. And that seems pretty simple, but most people do not do that on the header of their website. Because remember what we said at the beginning is people are coming to your website and giving you about two and a half seconds. So in two and a half seconds, you need to be able to articulate those three things. What do you do? How does it make my life better? And how do I get it? So the headline on your header, the main text that's bold and strong, a lot of people, they put their tagline there. They might put something like, just do it, or where's the beef? You know, some kind of tagline (laughs) that's right in there that they think is cute and clever. Here's my challenge for you today. Don't be cute and clever. Be clear. Say exactly what you do in that section business coaching that helps you grow your business or get a mattress that helps you sleep better. Like just be super clear that a caveman could grunt it back to you. Then in the subheader underneath that main headline, talk about how you make your customer's life better. What is the value that you bring? Pull from your success section on your brand script and talk about The things that you offer maybe that are even a little bit different than how your competitor does things, um, the value that you bring, this is an opportunity to really say, this is how we make your life better. And then one of the most important things is you need strong calls to action. 70% of small businesses do not have a call to action on the front page of their website. You need to have two two buttons on your header that are your direct call to action from your brand script. So this should be buy now, shop now, schedule an appointment, something in that space. And you want one button right underneath your main headline, right in the center of the page. Then you want your other button in the top right-hand corner. And there's a reason why you want a call to action in the top right-hand corner and in the middle. Our eyes scan a website in what is known as a Z formation, in the Z pattern, really. So your eyes in milliseconds start in the top left hand of the website, which usually is where the logo is. So that is kind of the most important thing. We know immediately we're on the right page. Then very quickly, your eyes dart across the top to the top right, then come down diagonally to the bottom left and then go across the bottom back to the right. So really in a Z pattern. So why you want to have your logo in the top left is that's the first place people are looking. So they know they're on the right website. Then what people really consider the most valuable piece of real estate on your website is that top right corner, because that's the very next place that your eye goes. So you want a strong call to action button right there that it needs to stand out from the rest of your menu. A lot of people have up top, you know, home, about us, service services, call us, and they're all kind of blended together. You need to have your call to action stand out. It needs to be a different color. It needs to be bigger because people need to know what they need to do in order to do business with you. 
how they get it. Then, because our eyes come back diagonally across the middle, you want another call to action right there under the main headline so that, again, we know very clearly what I'm supposed to do to get this product and service. And let's not forget that they've got to choose a really great image to go on the header. So this is something where you need to show smiley, happy, wonderful people using your product or service these are the heroes of the story. Show them, feature them, feature them multiple times, of course, on the website, but the header, they've got to be present. Yep. Your header should come out of your success bucket on your brand script. Show people enjoying life. Don't just put up a mountain or a beautiful lake unless you're selling mountains or lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Or mountainous adventures, which my husband and I would love to come on. Yeah, that would be great. But if you're selling business courses and you're saying we're taking you to the top of the mountain, <laughs> don't show a mountain. <laughs> show people using your business course, smiling and enjoying it. People will see themselves in that story. Uh, I loved listening to all those again. So fun to just hear those, even for me, those aha moments where I got to learn from everybody again of what we need to be doing in our marketing to make it easy and make it work. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. And here it is move to action. <laughs> so you want to write down maybe just three, start with three. What are three things from this episode that you want to move from aha to action? And I want you to write those down, actually put them on paper or put them in your computer. I want you in the next month to take action on those three items. My entire dissertation was about trying to discover, does narrative marketing work? Does the story brand framework work? And the quick answer that I discovered was, yes, it works. My second question that I wanted to ask was, who does it work for? And it works for everybody. Then the third question really I asked was, why? Is there anything that actually makes this more effective for people? And the only variable that came back in the research was, action. If you put the theories into action. So it's one thing to understand everything, to understand that story works and want to position your customers as the heroes and you as the guide. But if you don't actually put it in your marketing, put this message in your marketing, it won't work. You won't see results. So write down three steps, three aha moments from today's episode that you want to move into action in the next month. And I promise you, this is going to make a difference in your marketing. April, this has been such a fun year. It has. I mean, it's been a rough year in many ways okay, in general. Okay, yes, that as well. <laughs> but a fun year on the podcast. Yes. You know, it was a very fun year <laughs> on the podcast. And I am so excited for people to take these actionable steps and begin applying them because we're about ready to launch into the new year. And this is such an amazing opportunity to take these items and make a difference in your business. Start fresh. It's that's, you know, I love kind of coming to an end of a season and really marking it and say, what did we learn from this year? And what do we want to do different next year? And one of the things that you can put on your vision board, one of the things that you can invest in 
is the StoryBrand Marketing live stream. Yeah. So many of you out there have kind of dreamed about coming to it. You've heard about it. You've been you've been noodling on it a little bit. Hey, it's time. It's time. We're having one on February 22nd and 23rd. Dr. JJ is going to be there. He is going to be leading you along your way as you craft a really powerful brand script for your brand. And then Donald Miller is going to talk about how are you going to put this into action? How do you create your one-liner, your website, all of these pieces of marketing collateral? So if you just have felt like, I have not had the time to really commit to this, this is the perfect opportunity to commit two days of your time, of your brain space to getting this done, to stop saying, all right, well, I'll get to that when I get to that and actually get to it. And you get to do it with a coach. So you actually get put in a Zoom room with other businesses and a StoryBrand certified guide who are the best marketers in the the world. The best marketers in the world. And a StoryBrand certified guide will actually walk you through the process to make sure you're doing it right. So go to storybrand.com and sign up for the next StoryBrand live stream coming up in February, February 22nd and 23rd. Sign up, spend two days, start off your year right by getting all of your messaging clarified, putting it on one piece of paper, and then having the tools you need to create a sales funnel that will grow your business. I'm so excited about next year. We have some amazing podcasts coming up. We're so excited for you. But I hope during this season right now that you get some time to step away from the business a little bit and rest. Reflect on how this year has been. Begin preparing for next year. Begin making the list of the action items that you want to put in place to make a difference in growing your business. I hope that this is a wonderful season for you and your family where you can come together and celebrate where we've come from and where we're going. Well, that wraps up this episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening with us this year and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. Have a happy new year and we will see you next week. Action, action, we want action. ACT. Did we say action enough? I O N. (laughs) Action, boys, action. You guys remember that Jock Jams uh, CD? It was like my favorite. It was my favorite.